Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I'm your host, Manny G, and joining me tonight is the one who went into blackout on his fourth attempt and won the victory without killing a single person. It is R.H. Larson. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that was that was real weird, but it works. That is awesome, dude. How, so, how did this happen, dude? You could you didn't kill a single person, but you won. <laughs> yeah, uh, I uh, I landed in a pretty unknown place, and then uh, I don't know. I just, I looted houses, ran from circle to circle. I wasn't really hiding. I was just doing a lot of running, and then uh, <laughs> the final circle. It was halfway in a building, halfway out. So I kind of sat in the corner of the building and waited for the circle to get real, real small. And everyone just (laughs) killed each other off. And it was just me and the last guy. And uh, unlike Fortnite and PUBG, as far as I know, the the circle actually completely closes. Oh, all the way. How fun. So, yeah, it it completely closes. I had a perk. I had that perk, that uh, uh, Outlander. Outlander, yeah. Outlander, you take less damage while inside the circle or inside the storm, I should say. Mm-hmm. So I was taking less damage than him. I hit a trauma kit and he just died of the storm. <laughs> Dude, excellent. Excellent strategy, man. That that uh, blackout's all about cardio, right? A lot of running <laughs> it really, around. It is. <laughs> well, if you are wondering, uh, where's Andy? Well, Andy is no longer. What? No, he's, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, the fire station would not let him leave. Apparently, there's a lot going on in Austin, Texas. So this is, uh, we're recording on Sunday, the 21st, and it was like the last available time to record, but Andy just couldn't make it. So episode 24, the one that Andy missed, don't forget to rub it in. (laughs) It's a sad day. Sad day indeed. (laughs) It is a sad day indeed. But hey man, so how have you been? What have you been up to this week, dude? I have been playing Black Ops 4. Oh, man, what a surprise. I know. It's lucky that I was able to play that, you know, before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, that is all I've been doing, man. It is, it's been really fun. I've been loving it. Yeah. I've been having a lot of fun. It is definitely different than what I'm used to. And making all these uh, little adjustments to my uh, first person uh, shooting uh, game style, making all these adjustments is what is driving me forward because I see progress as I'm changing. So I'm having a great time. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, I love uh, seeing my KD at the end. I love all the twitchiness of the shooting. I, it, it, it's one of my favorite franchises. You know, honestly, I didn't think I would like it too much, but there was so much hype around Blackout. And that is actually why I bought it. And I've played like three or four games of Blackout, only I've been stuck in multiplayer and yeah, it is. It feels great, dude. I really love it. Yeah, I've played more uh, heist and team deathmatch than blackout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, man. Let's start the show. Let's jump into some news, and we have uh, we have a couple uh, Call of Duty related news stories here. And Call of Duty Black Ops Four they have generated over five hundred million dollars in sales on the first weekend. Whew. 
That's dude. In the first three days, this post is from a charlieintel.com, a very uh, popular Call of Duty website. Uh, they quote Activision as saying Activision's Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has sold over more than $500 million worldwide in the first three days of its release. That is a lot of money. That is massive. And that is, that's a short amount of time. So I did look into some of the other sales figures for some of the other Call of Duty games. And I believe it is just this console generation that they've really outsold. But it's funny because it's hard to compare because a lot of the numbers they reported were like, uh, for one game, they saw like the first 24 hours, they sold an X amount and made so much money. And then they're like the first week. And now they're saying the first three days. So it's, it's a little hard to compare, but I think the fact stands that is a massive amount of success right there. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see an actual breakdown to see how, uh, how the other games have done. Cause there's always those, there's, there's that group of people that will buy any call of duty game yes. that comes out. But this one has reached a different audience, which is really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I mean, it brought me in, you know, I haven't played Call of Duty since I played Call of Duty 2 and Call of Duty 4. And that was a long time ago. So I've, I've stayed away since. But yeah, man, they're bringing either people back or bringing uh, new players. So pretty awesome. Yeah. After their last uh, World War Two or World War One, uh, yeah. I... I bought that one and I did not like it at all. So I stopped buying. Yes. And then, uh, I don't know, Andy just made me want to buy this one. So I did. <laughs> and uh, it, it's back to what I like about it. Awesome. Yeah. So next up, they have, uh, they, they kept everybody guessing. How are they going to monetize this game? You know, last time they had these loot boxes and it was, uh, you had these, um, I forgot what they were, but these, these things you would earn and it was, um, it was basically a loot box. This is a random gamble to try and get what you wanted. You can buy something outright, but it was super expensive. And I, f I forgot what the items were called, but uh, supply crates. Yeah, the supply crates. And then wasn't there some kind of like a some kind of like a card, like a cryptic thingy? Uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. Correct me, someone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so this is from the Activision blog it says starting today, Friday, October 19th, the blackout market or the black market is back first on PlayStation four with, okay, this is funny, right? First on PlayStation four with other platforms to follow seven days later. Nice. The black market serves as the one-stop shop for awesome gear and new ways to express yourself in black ops four and brings big changes to give players more options to earn and enjoy new content it starts with players having more choices than ever the contraband stream in the black market provides a progression path to earn the items you want simply by playing the game that means a ton of new ways to show off your personal style contraband items will be delivered through seasonal operations with each operation delivering a new batch of content every couple of months so this is totally different than what they've had before but it sounds a lot like fortnite doesn't it yeah uh fortnite has the battle pass you buy the battle pass for like ten dollars and then by playing the game and doing uh quest or like challenges and stuff yes right? that's challenges you do a challenge get five S smg kills uh land at a certain place in loot chest you do those challenges you get reward with points 
those points unlock lock different tiers of a, the battle pass. So that's pretty interesting. Now, Black Ops, one thing that has gotten me excited are uh, is the fact that there's challenges that's built into gameplay. So you, you're always working on some kind of challenge, whether that's to unlock a new skin or to unlock a calling card or unlock a, you know, there's all these different things. So just by playing the game, you're making some kind of progress as long as you're active. So this contraband stream system, it has 200 tiers basically, and you don't have to complete challenges to unlock it. It's based off of play time. So as you play, you kind of unlock tiers all the way up to 200. So you don't have to pay for this. This is just a part of the game, but like Fortnite's free, you, you have to buy the game, right? So it yeah. kind of gives you a way to earn free stuff. And they have these different events that kind of go alongside this uh, system. So right now they have this like Halloween themed thing. And those tiers line up with this first event, which is called Operation First Strike. So as you're unlocking the tiers in Operation First Strike, you're also unlocking tiers in the Halloween event as well. So it's it's kind of interesting. It's all based on gameplay. There's a huge stink right now on Reddit about the fact that it's going to take way too long to unlock all 200 tiers within the 52 days. But we'll see if uh, if they decide to to adjust the time you need. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long as it's not like weighed in such a way that if you, you can't really do it unless you know, Hey, give us 10 bucks and we'll give you 10 tiers, you know, yeah. as long as you're not doing it that way, I'm, I'm okay with it taking a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. What do you think uh PlayStation gets out of the extra seven days? It's, it's funny because they have, so PlayStation and Xbox and PC, as far as the amount of time total is equal. So PlayStation starts a week sooner, but they also end a week sooner. So you have the same amount of time. I think it just has to do with the fact that Activision, Treyarch is just, they have some kind of partnership with PlayStation. So it's a week exclusive, I guess you can call it. All right. (laughs) You know, at least it's not Destiny, like two year exclusive. Right. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it, it's enough to to annoy you, but one week, it's not enough to uh, to bust out the pitchforks. I think. Yeah, it just seems like a waste of Sony's money to just get it seven days earlier. Yeah, it is. It is pretty funny. They also said that in November they are bringing this uh, blackjack's shop um, into the game, and we don't have a lot of information about this, but. Um, We think this will involve COD points. We still don't know anything about that. And we believe you can probably just buy stuff outright from Blackjack shop. So we'll see. Stay tuned because uh, I think Activision, they still might want to pull a fast one on us. We'll see. Definitely got to keep an eye on them. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, man. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the game. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and I have had a great time playing this game. You can divide it up into three sections. Basically, there's three different modes. There's zombies, multiplayer, and blackout. So let's talk about zombies first. And I want to open with a quote from IGN because they kind of do a good good job of uh, summing, summing up the game type. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Zombies is fantastic. The tactile, satisfying feedback of the weapons, the varied, confined passageways and wide open spaces, and the ability to customize the experience with a broad range of options makes it the most confident and welcoming iteration 
of the Undead Horde survival mode yet. This ever more integral inclusion in the Call of Duty package has evolved significantly over the last 10 years. Its simple core premise of building and rebuilding barriers while shooting The Walking Dead has turned into a media offering with buildable power-ups, a bespoke perk and elixir system, and obtruse multi-step hidden quests. Okay. I don't know who talks like that, but <laughs> IGN does apparently. Um, who write for a living? <laughs> there you go, man. Um, that sounds really fun. You know, there is, there is a lot of customization in this mode and it is similar to a horde mode, but it's much deeper than that. I haven't had a chance to play it, um, but I'm looking forward to it, but you have, right? What have, what have you done in zombies? Yeah. Uh, just recently I played the tutorial, which is, it's funny cause it's, it, it's giving you a very base idea of this extremely deep and puzzle filled uh, game mode. Yeah. But uh I also was lucky enough to have uh, a friend of mine named Jared. He uh he took me into uh the nine map, which is the Roman uh oh, yeah. Colosseum map. And uh the two of us we ran around and he kinda showed me the ins and outs of how to play that game mode. It's it's really fun. There's definitely some nuances that you gotta know, uh people who play zombie modes yeah, uh, they they know how to do it. It's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, running uh, like a Destiny uh, Nightfall like a or something. Or, yeah, okay. yeah, raid. You know, I was listening to the X One Bros podcast and they were talking about how a lot of the hidden quests and different things you find in there are similar to like Destiny's raids and stuff, like the raid secrets and and there's just a lot of different mechanics um, that are built into zombies that that makes it kind of like a, a puzzle solving game. Yeah, so. The basic premise is you kill zombies, and for every zombie you kill, you get points. And then you use those points to buy a better gun. Uh, you have to use those points to buy ammo for guns, because you oh. will run out of ammo quite quickly. Yeah. And then you use that same point system to open doors to uh, find passageways. And then you use them to buy a bunch of other stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So you got to... So you can't just spend all your money on better guns because then you can't progress at all. You can't buy the doors. And then if you spend all your money on ammo, you can't buy a better gun. So it's you got to know when to buy what and all that. And then you can buy power-ups and all that stuff too. That's pretty cool. It sounds really involved. Uh, there's even uh, a crafting system in there. Uh, you can That's pretty cool. open up doorways and hidden throughout the very large maps as far as I can tell, there are hidden parts and you collect all the parts and you can craft different uh, specialty weapons. Yeah. I saw one video that was a tutorial to show you how to unlock this like scorpion weapon that would like shock uh, zombies and kind of freeze them for a while. And I walked, I looked through the whole walkthrough and it looked actually looked really complicated. I was like, man, this is, this looks like really involved, but I mean, zombies, they definitely have their fans, right? There's people that I was watching a, a couple guys stream and they've been streaming this since release, like only zombies. So I think they have a pretty, pretty good player base of people who only play zombies. Yeah. My, uh, my buddy Colton, uh, he only plays zombies. He buys every call of duty. He doesn't really care for the, uh, team death match or any of that. He just yeah. wants to play zombies. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. So uh, to, to finish up that IGN quote, uh, they said Block Ops for Zombies is a showcase of a confident team that has iterated and improved the formula that they've created. The addition of a tutorial and a more streamlined single player experience and a wealth of match customizations shows Treyarch wants everyone to experience 
what the studio has been perfecting for the last decade. And with the 10 year anniversary of Call of Duty Zombies looming, there's never been a better time to grab some friends, chug an elixir, and see how long you can survive. Zombies, yeah, I, I definitely want to make some time to jump in there, but not yet, man. <laughs> I have been I've been stuck in this particular mode, uh, multiplayer. So dude, let's talk about the multiplayer mode. What have you been playing mostly as far as modes go? And uh what's what have you been enjoying? Um, I've been playing the uh Team Deathmatch, of course, but uh they have a new mode called uh Heist. Yes, yeah. Heist. Uh, heist is kind of cool. Uh, you start out with just a pistol and some basic uh, perks. And for kills, you get money. And okay. You use that money to buy other guns and stuff. Doesn't um, CSGO have something similar to that? I have never played CSGO, but I have heard other people make that comparison. Okay. The actual game mode is uh, there's a bag of money on the ground. Both teams are trying to collect it and get to the extraction point. Gotcha. Uh, you, you only get one life. Uh, so if you die, you're out for that round. Okay. And you can buy everything from more ammo, uh, better guns, uh, body armor. Uh, you can buy all three classes of body armor. And uh, you can buy your gadgets for your uh, selected class. Okay, that's pretty interesting. I I jumped into Heist. I just, um, it was like the featured playlist or whatever. So I jumped in and I, you know, you get spawned with your pistol and you look and things cost money. I'm like, nope. And I just quit. <laughs> like right away i'm like I'll, I'll learn this some other day i just want to <laughs> i just want to get some kill streaks going so um but no it sounds cool and i'm i definitely want to try it and um i might need you to teach me how to do it i'm all for teaching <laughs> but it sounds pretty cool um i i actually i gotta i got to jump into some hardcore modes for a while nice. and it's cool the hardcore mode basically you have no map you have no UI and it's basically like a one shot uh, to the head kills anybody, maybe two to the body, depending on the weapon. I'm not exactly sure, but I was mostly playing uh team death match and kill confirmed in there. Nice. So it, it was fun. I liked it. I, I think it, it has a lot of strengths to it because you're trying to just kind of use sound more as a tell, as opposed to your mini map. And you want to be smarter about the lanes you're going into. And, you you know, you're either going to try and find a little corner to hide in and not do too well. Or you're going to want to keep moving because you don't want somebody just walking up behind you and shooting you. So I kind of found myself uh, getting into the groove of that type of game mode. And I it was great, dude. I, I actually had a lot of fun in hardcore. Nice. I used to play a lot of hardcore, too. And I like the, uh, the search and destroy and the... Uh the objective based game modes that way you, you can't just sit in a corner cuz yeah you have to do something limit. yeah that's yeah. that's actually a really good point i was afraid to go into the objective based game modes because you know you only have you know you're going to die so quickly i don't know i just in my mind i wasn't sure if it would be fun but that's that's actually a good point it's a, it's a way to get people engaged you know yeah i'll have to check that out the the reason i like the uh the one life ones is because then you don't have to deal with uh, spawns. Yes. So uh, there's no going to be somebody spawning behind you after you get a kill because they only have the one life. So that's, yeah, that's why I always lean towards search and destroy and uh, game modes like uh, heist. Pretty cool, man. They have brought some interesting changes to multiplayer in general. 
they have brought your your base health down from 100 or up from 100 to 150. So everybody has a bit more life to play with. So it's kind of slowed the game down a little bit. Now I've been playing Destiny PvP for years now and this is very fast in comparison. You know, so when I when I hear uh, YouTubers talking about the fact that the game is much slower now and i'm like dude this isn't very slow at all it's still super fast um but but i i do like that you have just a bit longer to to respond and react you you got to work a bit harder for kills as well you got to be a bit more uh, on it with your aiming and stuff but they have made another mode when or uh, another change whenever you get to take damage you have to actively heal yourself you have to hit your left bumper and that triggers your heal and it, it happens over time. So that's a big change because you used to just kind of uh, automatically regenerate your health. So I, I think the act of healing is, is good. I mean, I, I think it's a good change. I like it a lot. I, I also like that in the kill cam, you can see how much damage you did to the uh, other guy. Uh, that was always oh, something yeah. I was confused about when I was playing other Call of Duties is I felt like I unloaded an entire clip into his chest yeah. He won the fight, and I was just—I always wondered, like, how much damage did I actually do? Like, how how close was I? Yeah. So it's nice to have that feedback of knowing, like, oh, well, he had four health. So if I would have hit <laughs> one more upper body shot, yeah. or if one of those would have hit him in the face, then I would have got that win. But, yeah, it actually shows you their hit point counter on the on the uh, on the screen and the kill cam, so you see exactly where they started with and, and what you started with. So. It give, I mean, that's great. It gives you so much detailed feedback. It's it's actually satisfying. And despite the fact that you, you can definitely die a lot in multiplayer, you at least know what happened. Yeah. Uh, I do like, it is on a very short timer too. So you can't just keep hitting it, but uh, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's under 10 seconds or something like that. Yeah. I do really like the pace of multiplayer. Like every mode I've played, it's fast and I don't feel like games are taking forever. And at the end of each game, you get your experience. And as you're get, grain, gaining experience in multiplayer, you're unlocking and making progress for your character and your account as a whole. So I, I just feel that it's, it's just gratifying and satisfying to kind of uh, get through matches quickly because you're constantly getting this reward stream. So I think it feels good. They have uh, 14 maps right now, I think. And I'm, I'm really enjoying the map design. I like the way everything works. There is some vertical space here and there on certain maps, but it, it's, I think it's, it's perfect for this uh, type of gameplay. Uh, a lot of the maps are uh, rehashes though, uh, from old, yes. old games. So they're not 14 new maps, but there are 14 maps. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did see people kind of complain about that but it, it's all new to me. So <laughs> well, it kind of, we kind of ran into a problem because of that. Uh, when I was playing with flavorous, he hasn't played a lot of call of duty games. Uh, I think he played like modern warfare three or something like that a long time ago. Yeah. And so when we went to an old map that people have been playing for years and years, he was at a real disadvantage because yes. he didn't know all the camping spots. He didn't know the spawn locations. So it kind of put him at a disadvantage, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in, in the same boat when I first got the game, dude. I was the first two days, I'd say, I was just getting beat up. But the, you know, the reward system kind of kept me going. 
and uh, seeing, you know, making adjustments and seeing the success, it made me just like say, dude, I want to, I want to overcome this. And, uh, but yeah, you're huge disadvantage. And it feels like so many people are just in there just sweating, dude. It feels <laughs> so, like so competitive sometimes, but. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, Hey, let's talk about the specialists. And I think they have done a really great job with bringing some distinction with these different characters that they've added. Like one of the characters is called battery and battery. You spawn with a cluster grenade and the, you have this, uh, you have this, you have almost like a super ability, which is on a long cooldown. And then you have another ability that you could, um, use more frequently. So battery has a cluster grenade you throw it, it'll stick to a circuit surface and it'll explode. And then it releases a bunch of smaller grenades that explode as well. And then the super is called war machine, which is basically a grenade launcher that bounce off bounces off walls and stuff, but it has a huge blast radius. So it's pretty easy to get a bunch of kills with that. But every specialist has their own unique abilities that makes like specific play styles like uh, accessible and, and fun to do. Uh, Battery has that war machine, which is just doing tons of damage. And then you have a, a guy like Crash. Mm-hmm. He uh, he throws down ammo and he can heal the entire team and take away all burning and confusion side effects. Yeah. So if you're if you like to be a healer or if you like to be that person like uh, uh, Firebreak who just runs around with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of different play styles. Yeah, I I like it. I like playing um for like objective based modes. I I want to if there's no if no one has picked Seraph, I try to pick her because she has that tactical deploy. It's basically like a spawn beacon you can throw anywhere in the map to kind of get your team quicker to to the objective. And then your super is uh, annihilation. It's just this high caliber revolver that that one hit kills people with a uh, penetration. So you can you can actually kill people if they're in a row. So it's 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 great, dude. I love the fact that you that they they each feel useful in different situations. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they almost feel too useful in some cases. There's a <laughs> lot of uh, a lot of things in this game that will just one hit kill you. True. Uh, True. Not to mention <laughs> Nomad. He has a mesh mine, so yes. you walk through the mine and you die. But he also nice. has this dog. Oh my god! Which can take like ten shots to the face, but it will one hit kill you in a second. <laughs> oh man, dude, that canine unit—I hate that thing so much. It, he will just drop you so fast. He, <laughs> he doesn't make a whole lot of noise either, so he just I runs know. up and just drops you. you and can't like I said, I will dog paw print on the mini map. Yeah, you know, you know, you better start moving. <laughs> Yeah, you, there's just there's a lot of things. The cluster grenades will kill you pretty easily. That war machine kills you. She doesn't have to get close to you. That thing has got a huge blast radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tempest has a rifle that uh, kills you. The annihilator pistol kills you. There's just <laughs> there's a lot of really cool things in this game, but it, it does make it kind of hard when a team is just stomping you and they all start getting their supers and their yeah. their gear. Yeah, there's there's definitely a momentum in this game. So if you cannot if your team can't establish some kind of dominance within the first few minutes, then you know there's a snowball effect that's going to happen. And then you start getting kill streaks and calling down like helicopters and calling down like all these different abilities that will just wipe the the other team. That snowballs really quickly. 
So by and large, I think a lot of the matches are won or lost within the first few minutes. Agreed. But I think that because each round and each game, I think because it goes so fast, it it hasn't been like a crushing to me. It, I haven't been discouraged or whatever whenever I've been stopped because it's over so fast, honestly. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I think there's a balance to it all. I like it so far. I like the fact that it's it's high risk reward. You know, you have to put yourself out there out there to to try and be dominant, and you, you can fail at that, um, or you can find success and you're going to be rewarded um, bigly. Okay, that's not a word. Um, <laughs> oh no, it is. It, <laughs> it is now. So you know, I I I just think that the game design itself is really interesting to me. I think it's smart. And it is, it's just very different than what I'm used to, but I'm getting used to it. And I, I kind of feel myself succeeding and, and kind of thriving in it. And I, I am doing a lot better than that first day, you know? Yeah. So I, 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 I'm just, uh, I'm engaged in this game right now. Well, even if your team does get stopped, you individually can feel like you're progressing and getting good. If like, if you get enough kills and if you feel like you're, KD is acceptable to you. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is definitely not like Overwatch. Um, you can in Call of Duty carry your entire team. Like you can put everybody on your back. Yeah. And yeah. uh that's it's it's um it's pretty impressive. Like I've I've looked at some YouTubers and stuff that are giving like different demos showing you, you know, these are the kind of specialists you want to be looking out for. You want to use these guns with these loadouts. And then here's me slaying an entire team and getting like 78 kills or whatever. You know, it's, yeah. you know, there's well, definitely ways to excel. In a game like it's 6v6. So if one guy can take out three before he dies, then he's going to make a big impact. But if you get a game like Battlefield, it's 32 versus 32. So one guy can't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be, you, your squad has to make a big difference, right? Yeah. And, and even then, with with those large player maps, even if your squad is slaying, it, there's still no guarantee that you guys are going to win. Yeah. I mean, even the best squad can take one point at a time, and there's a lot of points. So Yeah. Whereas there are only three points in a, uh, a capture mission in uh, mm. Call of Duty. So if you can yeah. take two, then you're going to get the win. There you go. So th- they have this interesting thing called a class system. In my mind, it's more of a loadout system. It's a pick 10 system. It's what it's called. So what that is, is that you pick your, your weapon and then you pick an attachment and each attachment or optic is worth like one point. And then you have your, um, your gear, like your stim shot or acoustic sensor. And that's equals to, to one point. So basically you have 10 points to spend for your whole loadout here. And I like it because you can customize your perks, customize your loadouts, for different play styles. And I think this level of engagement and customizability has been just really engaging for me. So one thing that I've been doing is I've been running, um, uh, I've been running a skulker. Skulker is a perk that allows you to move faster when you're crouched. I've been running acoustic sensor. Acoustic sensor allows you to see on your mini map, these like red cones, whenever somebody's making noise somewhere, you get an idea of where that noise is coming from visually, um, but you could also hear it as well. And I've, I've been using those with some other perks to kind of help myself 
instead of just running into situations and dying right away, I feel like I am able to like aim down sights around corners and get the jump on people in different spots. And I mean, you don't, that's not the only way to play, obviously, but that's a particular play style, you know, that you can use to kind of, uh, um, you know, tr to try and get some control in, in different, different areas of the map. You know, there's, there's a lot of plays, ways to play, you know, that's, that's not the only one. That's only one. Yeah. Uh, my favorite way to play is I don't carry a secondary weapon so I can carry a lot more attachments on my primary so mm -hmm. that my primary weapon is just a laser beam. Yes. And then I run ghost as my perk so that I can't be seen by UAVs. Yeah, that's super helpful. You're running uh, around. You don't want those UAVs to to tell you where. <laughs> is it lightweight that makes it so that, uh, you don't make footsteps? Um, Dead Silence. Dead Silence. I, I run believe. that one too. Yeah. So I, I just don't want them to know I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can do that. You know, so like the style I was talking about is you can kind of see people coming and then Lurson, that's kind of a counter to the way I'm, I'm, uh, to, to that other loadout. So it's great, dude. I like the amount of customization you can do. And uh, like we said, there's a ton of challenges that kind of unlock all these things as you level up. And then there's the whole prestige mode where you can kind of get to level 55, you prestige, bringing you back to level one. And it's, it's for prestige, right? I mean, you're not, yeah. they're not sending you, you know, give certificates to McDonald's for doing it. <laughs> um, but they do give you like an unlock token each time you prestige. So if there's a, a gun that you really, really like, like this, I think it's called the swordfish. It's like a, a yes. it, it's like at level 55 or something like that. Um, use your token and you can have it at level one, right. As your prestige. And so you could pick one item that you take with you through your journey. Um, and, but each time you prestige, you get another token. So people are into that. Yeah. There's people that are like, I don't know, like six, seven, eight prestiges already. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I like that swordfish a lot. It's a five round burst. Uh, it's a laser beam. If you hit, I think three of the shots in the head. Yeah. It's a insta kill. Yeah. That's pretty great. All right, man. Let's talk about the final game mode. Let's talk about blackout. Ooh, so blackout, 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 baby. It is the, uh, it's the battle Royale. Um, 88 players if you're solo or duo or 100 if you're in a quad but basically it is just the, a normal battle royale with zombies <laughs> right <laughs> it is so okay battle royale it is uh blackout has been really cool i've like i said i only played a few games and it is really interesting i played a bit solo and it was kind of fun but i felt like i was traveling and hiding a lot which I guess is a part of the part of the whole genre, right? But um, yeah. I had more fun when I was with people. You've played a lot of battle royale. Like, well, how do you compare this to other games, and and what is it about this particular take that uh, that you think stands out? Yeah, uh, so it's definitely leaned more towards PUBG than Fortnite. Fortnite is more uh, cartoony, uh, crazy rocket launchers and building stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it does have its own weird things. So it is, it's not quite as realistic as PUBG, if you want to use that kind of language, but uh -huh. it, uh, it definitely is a lot like PUBG. It's a lot of running from circle to circle and getting into maybe two fights. Yeah. And it's a smaller map like Fortnite. So you don't have quite as many drop locations, but you can get from circle to circle quite easily. So you don't have to always be constantly on the move like uh, PUBG. Does it, does that kind of lend to faster games? Do you think? 
I don't want to say faster games. It it's you have more time to plan out your movements. I feel like when I as when I drop into a PUBG run. match, the map is so big. I've got maybe if I'm not in the circle, I've got maybe five minutes to loot before I have to find a car and drive. Oh, okay. Whereas yeah. I I was never pushed for time with uh, Blackout. That's pretty interesting. So it's it's just kind of a different pace. Yeah, it's just you have more time to loot and plan out your your thoughts. But uh, I guess the thing that stands out most in the Black Ops is the zombie uh, locations. So uh, you have all your drop zones and randomly it'll choose like three or four of them to be zombie locations. So you'll land on your location. You'll hear a weird zombie-ish sound, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, then zombies will start coming out of the ground. You clear that wave of zombies and it unlocks a big chest that has a teddy bear sitting on top of it. <laughs> and uh, that chest has fully kitted guns in it. So all of the uh, sights, grips, yeah. stocks, it's all already on the gun. So you don't have to find that separately. That's a pretty big advantage. Oh, yeah. It's, it's worth doing, but those drop locations are going to have a lot of other people there. So unless you get real lucky, you're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. I remember we landed in a zombie area and I didn't have a gun yet. <laughs> so I'm like, like going up to a zombie and punching him and then moving back. So he doesn't hit me, <laughs> but there's, yeah, I could definitely see the risk and, and dropping in on a zombie zone. Yeah. Uh, and just lying around, there are actually better guns on the ground that you won't find anywhere else. So there's also level three armor you can find there more often than other yeah. places. And level three armor is the only armor that will cover your face. <laughs> One thing that I like is all the equipments and perks, uh, all the different equipment you could find and all the different perks that you can use. And that kind of um, brings the, the, uh, the Call of Duty flavor there. You know, you have uh, stuff like the nine bang which is basically this awful concussive grenade that <laughs> makes me so unhappy whenever I hear it because you can't see anything for a while. Cluster grenades, uh, sensor dart, and a lot of this stuff is from the multiplayer, but some of it isn't. Um, you know, a combat axe, which is basically an axe you throw that's like a one-hit kill. There's all, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Even like yeah. a razor wire and, and smoke bombs and stuff. A, a uh, robotic monkey that plays the cymbals and explodes. <laughs> It's, uh, it's for zombies, so it plays the cymbals, makes noise, zombies run at it, and then it explodes. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I also like that they uh, included the perks, so you can find suitcases throughout the map, and you can pick up the suitcase, and it has a perk, like the Dead Silence or the Brawler. It's got uh, faster running ones, and the one I used uh, to win the match, the Outlander, which takes less damage while the circle is on you. <laughs> That was a uh, that was pretty game changing right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a ton of different perks, and you know some of them, of course. I mean, you have to be lucky, right? You got to find this stuff, and that's a part of this type of game. I think overall, it looks like a really fun game that I could spend a lot of time playing and stuff. So, I mean, here's the thing, dude. Overall, everybody's talking. They got rid of the campaign. There's no single player campaign or whatever. They're not giving us a full game, but. I, I think everything they have given us, like the zombie, the multiplayer, the blackout, dude, this feels like a full game. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot here. It even has the specialist, uh, uh, what is it called? The specialist. HQ. HQ. So it's just 
playing each individual uh, class and just learning what they do. So it has cutscenes. There's a little bit of story there. So oh yeah, you have that. You have the zombies. You have blackout. You have multiplayer. It's a full game. It's full game, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out. So yeah, if if you're kind of on the fence about Call of Duty Black Ops Four, then you know look into what you're buying you know it's fast-paced pvp combat it is uh this this kind of a puzzle zombie mode system and it's battle royale you know if i would say if you're interested in let's say two of those three then i think it's worth giving it a chance you know if you're on the fence about any of it and you're like oh i might like one of these uh game modes then you know maybe wait for it to go on sale or something i don't know but you decide as as for me, I think it's been more than worth it. I've had a lot of fun and I just want to play more. I totally agree. And if you're worried about playing the blackout mode by yourself, might I suggest joining the Gaming Adventure Club Discord? Because there's some guys in there that would really like to play with a full squad. <laughs> there you go. Sweet plug. Yeah, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord and become a part of the club. Yeah, there's a lot of us that are playing right now. And... uh Actually, there's people playing all kinds of games. And um, yeah, man. Hey, that's a show, dude. I think we're done. All right. (laughs) So thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Thank you to all of our patrons. We appreciate you supporting us. If you would like to offer your financial support to help this thing go, then go to patreon.com slash gaming adventure club. And if not, that's perfectly fine. We love you all the same. But we would like you to go over to iTunes and drop us a five-star review. And, hey, we are finally on Spotify. It took us a long time (laughs) to get approved there, but I just kept submitting it, and they finally approved it, and it's actually there now. So for, uh, let's see, I I think there's a link to it on our Twitter, just uh, G underscore Adventure Club on Twitter. It's it's pinned there. But for for all of our stuff, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com. Lurson. My friend, if somebody wants to come and hang out with you or play some Black Ops, is uh, Discord the only place to find you? I mean, I am everywhere, and it's RH Lurson everywhere, so the best way to find me is on Discord, but I'm trying to tweet more. It's not going to happen, but <laughs> I, I like to say that I'm uh, starting to tweet more. Yeah. So but Discord's the place to be, man. That's, that's right. All right. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, have an adventurous week. Take care of each other.